Hello, and welcome to the series "Making Stewardship a Way of Life." This is episode ten, titled "We Have a Need to Give Before Giving to a Need." Your host is Father Andrew Kemberling, formerly the pastor of St. Thomas More Parish in Centennial, Colorado. With Mila Gladava, the director of communications and stewardship, Father Andrew has written a book by the same name. It's based on their experience introducing a comprehensive stewardship program at St. Thomas More, where Father Andrew was the pastor for 14 years. The program provides a complete guide for individuals on how to approach, embrace. And practice the full range of stewardship in their lives. Here's Father Andrew. As we were talking last time about the Lord's Prayer, "Give us this day our daily bread," that fourth petition tells us how God provides us everything that we need. In today's issues, we're looking at a very important idea that I think summarizes the whole idea about giving. We have a need to give before giving to a need. Now, let me remind everybody that most of the time we hear about giving is done from a needs-based approach. We need this. We need that. We need a new roof. We need a new parking lot, and we need money for the poor. And so, the approach has been to make people feel guilty that they're not helping people who are poor, and. You should feel ashamed of yourself for not assisting when somebody else is suffering, and here you are, so much better off, and they're worse off, and you need to give your money. Well, what you end up finding is that people feel like they've been guilted into giving by focusing on the need. Now, that does work. Now, I, I've always joked that if you get me to do that, I could have you in tears, emptying your wallet. When you go out the door, you'll say to yourself, "Man, that's the last time I ever go there," <laughs> because it is. You feel like you've been mugged, or somehow you know you've had your emotions manipulated and done in a way that made you give in a way that left you feeling bad. That is not the Christian way that giving should be done. In stewardship spirituality, we believe that we have a need to give before giving to a need. That need arises from the core values that we have. There are four core values, and in a previous episode, we talked about those core values. I'd like to review them very quickly. The four core values are identity, trust, gratitude, and love. Identity says that we're created by God and for God to love God and serve God in this world and in the next. We are created. By God and for God and for God's purposes, and God wants to love us, and He gives us this free will, and we choose to love God in return. And part of that that relationship is trust, trusting that God will provide everything that we need, and in the return, God expects us to be trustworthy. So honesty and justice and fairness must be part of that equation. Gratitude is where we see everything as a gift because God provides everything for us. Everything that we have, good and bad, is a gift because bad things in our life can be turned into something good. So even the adversity in our life is seen as an opportunity of a gift that is offered to us by God to be turned into a gift back to God. And when we see everything as a gift, then we know 
as part of this relationship of love between God and the very nature of what love is, which is the fourth core value, in stewardship spirituality, when we look at love, love means that we have a need to give. We're made that way. God has placed in the heart of every individual the need to give. Now the devil will tempt us with an amazing temptation. He'll say, I know, I'll give it all to me. I'll give it all to me. Boats, houses, and cars cannot fill that hole of giving your gift to yourself. That's selfishness. And self-centered thinking leads to self-centered giving. You're not giving, you're being selfish. In fact, you're just hoarding and collecting and gathering more and more and more. And so the reverse, that is called greed and avarice. It's a capital sin. The reverse of that is gratitude. Gratitude and greed are in opposition to each other. Self-centered thinking is pride and gratitude leads to humility. When you humble yourself, when I humble myself to get out of my pride and out of my self-centered thinking, I immediately recognize that everything I have was not my doing. It was done by God. Everything I have is a gift. And then I start making a gratitude list. That gratitude list starts with not things, but people. Now, it's an interesting story. I had an older brother who was a cafeteria-style Catholic, and then he became a cafeteria-style Christian. And at the time of his death, he was a Quaker. And I preached at his funeral at the Quaker church. And I recalled a discussion I had with my brother Eugene about uh, a religious argument we had, and my brother Gene won the argument. Now, you might think, well, that's no big deal. Yeah, but for a Catholic priest to be young, arguing with his, his older brother, it was an issue for me that I, I lost, but I concede I lost. Gene said to me, you can take something with you to heaven. I said, Gene, you can't take anything with you to heaven. He said, yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. He said, you can take your family and friends with you. And I paused a moment and thought, you're right. You can take your family and friends with you. You don't actually take them, but God sends them. That, in this world, is what you'll see in the next world. You're not going to see your Cadillac in the next world, but you will see your family and friends in the next world if you've done your part. And I know that when we do a gratitude list, you don't start with the things. You start with the people in your life. Start a gratitude list with all the people that you can thank and especially your mother and father, parents, friends, all the people that provide, perhaps your spouse, your children. And then you start thanking God for the gifts of your health, your ability to see, walk, hear, understand, your good mind. And then you start thanking God for the basics of life, like shelter, clothing, and food. And then you start thanking God for all the stuff we have. And then you start thanking God for having too much. People say, oh, come on, we don't have too much. Who doesn't have a drawer or a closet you can't shut because you have to kind of push it down and you can get it shut? People have whole, whole storage units full of stuff. We have too much. And when we thank God as we live in this abundance in this Western society of ours, we then become humble and we thank God for everything that we have. 
And then we realize that that need to give in each one of us cannot be self-centered. It can't be at the object of pride and self-centeredness. The way we undo that pride and humility is having the humility to understand that we have a need to give and we give to the other. The other, of course, the ultimate other is God. All of our gifts are given to God. And when we understand our giving as being spiritual, and it's a part of who we are and how we're made, when we know that we need to give and the one that we need to share our love with is our Lord God Almighty, then the God that we cannot see is replaced with the neighbor that we can see, especially the neighbor in need. So we have a need to give before giving to a need. When we come to that realization that that need to give in us is satisfied by giving to those in need, giving to God and his church, giving to all of charity out of different pockets, then there's a satisfaction in your giving. Remember how you got guilted into giving because you were ashamed? When you give out of your need to give, it's very satisfying and rewarding. We feel good about our giving this way. And I have found that a a responsible giver will continue to keep giving because of that good feeling, that satisfaction that I'm accomplishing what God has done for me. Now, a question that is given uh, in this regard is, Father Andrew, of the gifts I plan to give, must I give them all to the church? That question of should I give everything to the church is a good question. But I would answer it this way. All of your gifts should be given with your intention of giving it to God. But out of justice, at least half of your gift should come to your church. Because your church has needs. Now, you're not giving because they have needs. You have a need to give before giving to that need. But it would be also wrong to be unjust with your gift. If we have the ability to offset the benefits that are received from a parish of an air-conditioned church, a well-paved parking lot, staff that provide for our needs, answer phones and get back with us, that provides us with music and religious education, and we receive that benefit, we have a moral obligation to offset that benefit by you know, returning in exchange the cost that we received in benefit. And so I would say in justice, half of it should come back to your church. But as you're giving your gift to God, you could give it to a local charity. You could be giving it to uh, your alumni association. And it's at this point we remind all the Catholic faithful that we should always remember the religious orders. The religious orders are not the diocese that you are living in. When we live in a diocese, the bishop is in charge of his parish and churches. But he has moral authority over the religious orders, but he doesn't have what's called temporal material authority. That's where money comes in. Those organizations, those Catholic organizations, are self-sustaining and independent of the bishop. They have to raise the money themselves to run their organizations. Part of our tithe that's given to God can go to those religious orders. And I remind people that it's important to think that way. 
And then there's other charities, even if it's family members or people in need that we know. Yes, that counts towards your tithe. As long as it's a gift that's given out of love to someone else, we know that that's imaging the very love that God created in us. You're demonstrating you have a need to give before giving to a need. Thank you, Father Andrew. You've been listening to the series Making Stewardship a Way of Life, Episode 10, with Father Andrew Kimberling. The program is described in the book by the same name, which is available from online booksellers, and it's being embraced by individuals and parishes around the world. To learn more, visit the International Catholic Stewardship Council at catholicstewardship.com. Our music is from the band Sir Captain. Find them at sircaptain.com. Please join us for Episode 11 of Making Stewardship a Way of Life.